Hiring? With Indeed, your search is over. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash match. Just go to Indeed.com slash match right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash match. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Welcome in to another Pip Panther Rants, another Sports Rants podcast. Vlad Harris, your host, brought to you by the Sports Drink. It's been a while, you guys. I think over, over I don't know, almost a month, possibly. I've been wrapped up with work and two kids' birthdays, to say the least. I mean, I had two back-to-back, pretty much. One birthday, April 12th, and one birthday, April 17th. For my oldest and my middle kid. So, I spent time getting that together. You know, things tend to get complicated. We were co-parenting, trying to deal with the other party to get this stuff organized. And of course, you know, I'm dealing with a lot of stuff. You know, work is picked up and there's a lot to deal with. A lot of projects we're trying to wrap up and... Just really haven't had time to, you know, do a podcast. So here I am. I mean, this is a appropriate time to do it. I mean, there's so much that's happened in the last, especially in the last weekend. I mean, well, we had Kenny Pickett getting drafted. And some other pit player. well, two other pit players. No, actually, if I have to be, if I have to correct myself, where's my mouse at? Two pit players got drafted, and a and a few got um, you know some drafted free agent tryouts. But uh, let's get into uh, hold on for a second. Sorry, I'm uh, talking while I'm texting. I um. Just got a text while I was uh, from a from a work person who um, I guess they have a cardiologist that starts tonight. They're on call, and I have to make sure they have access to this system. So when they so when they're able to log in, but my thing is is make sure you're filling out these. Make sure you go through the proper protocols. You know that's my whole thing. Because I just can't give people access to stuff. More likely because, well, it's a big, it's, it causes problems. In fact, let me uh, look at this person up and see if she's, nope, not. Okay, let's get back to work stuff. I mean, to what I'm supposed to be talking about, pit stuff. Kane Peter got drafted by the Steelers. In fact, let's hear the call from Franco. Incredible. Okay. Oh my gosh. Hello, Las Vegas. 
First of all, I like how he how he announced that as if he's performing at like a, at a like a casino. Like you know, you you go. I mean, I've never actually I've never been to Vegas. I'm I'm in, I'm 42. And I've never been there. I just never had the desire to go there to gamble. But based on what I've seen from other people in movies, this I mean, this just sounds like he's 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 actually been you know he's performing at some cocktail lounge or something. Let's go back to this. <laughs> this is great. Wow. I love this. I love this. Okay. Okay, what's the music player when he starts performing? In the 2022 NFL Draft, the Pittsburgh Steelers select Kenny Pickett. Okay. Pittsburgh. Yeah. All right. So it Kenny, is. Welcome to the Pittsburgh Steelers. Welcome, Kenny. It Here is go, Kenny Pickett. Here we go. Oh, boy. And there is the reaction. What a dream, no doubt, for Kenny Pickett as he was making his way and making his bones to be a big man on campus for the Pittsburgh Panthers and the number of times that, you know, Mike Tomlin just sneaking a practice. <laughs> Kevin Colbert sneaking to practice. Just taking a look and see what's going on around here. And, and, and what do you call it in recruiting, Coach? The bump in? Remember the old bump in? Oh, there was a lot of bumping. How, how many bump ins in the lobby in that facility were there? Oh, Kenny, didn't know, didn't know you were down here right now. Wow, and he gets to be the Pittsburgh Steeler hope for the future with Trubisky and obviously Mason Rudolph still there. But what a moment in New Jersey for this young man. Where's the cool ones at? Put, just walk across the hall. I mean, is that bottle of beer? about these quarterbacks and how high would they go, and they might be disappointed they didn't go high. This is the best case scenario. You're going to a good football team in the Pittsburgh Steelers. I was thinking, you know, um, let me get my microphone back on here. Where's the beer in this? I mean, where's the cold ones at? I mean, there's. I, don't, I mean, unless he was drinking like you know bottles of Michelob Ultra, maybe pouring into a glass. I didn't see that. You know, I was surprised the Steelers took him. I thought I, I didn't think they would go. They would go quarterback with their first pick. But I think that if they didn't pick Kenny now, I'm not sure if they. I'm not sure if they get him the second round. I would like to think that they would have, they, they would have, but after him, I mean, there was, you know, the, the drop off for quarterbacks, you know, guys weren't selected till later. I mean, I mean, after Kenny, we didn't see our next quarterback selected till the third round. So maybe, maybe he was ranked higher than all these other quarterbacks. And the Steelers took two quarterbacks in this draft, which was kind of odd, but my guess is that somebody's probably going to go. Hard to say who, but uh, you know, I was definitely surprised that they picked him. Uh, Damari Mathis went to the Denver Broncos. Of course, for as far as the undrafted free agents, Lucas Kroll goes to New Orleans Saints. Um... The guy has a lot of potential. If he can get his, um, if he can solve his issue with dropping passes, I think he may 
find himself a career with New Orleans. Cal Adamatis with the Bengals. I mean, that's another, I mean, with his work with uh, Charity, I mean, that's another Andrew Whitworth type of player, type of scenario you're looking at. Uh, Taysir Mack goes to the 49ers. I mean, Taysir has a lot of potential. He showed it this past year. He has his potential. And the thing about it is, it's his health that's going to be an issue. He needs he needs to be able to stay healthy. And if he can, then he'll be you know he'll be fine. But that's his issue. Is, is it, injuries have been his issues. Keyshawn Camp has the box that so he's going there as a, as a tryout. Let's hope it works out from there. Johnny Petterson goes to the Titans. That's a great story there because at Penn State he was basically you know on the bench. He comes to Pitt. And logs meaningful time. He just he had a great year this past year as a star linebacker, and but of course, you know, getting there is the hardest part. But I mean, especially if you're on draft a free agent, it's a long road ahead, and and who knows? But uh, I did see some people say, well. The Steelers, you know, Pitt fans weren't excited about uh, Kenny being selected. For me, I rather, I rather Kenny would have went to another, another um, franchise than the Steelers. I know how hard the Steelers fans are on quarterbacks. We've seen it. I mean, I saw firsthand. I mean, I, I sat pretty much in that section where Corel Stewart had a beard dumped on his head when he was coming off the field. You know, I, I you know I sat in that. I remember him coming off the field, and he would go in the. They were, they, you know, you had to go to the locker room. I remember because the you know to get into the, the locker room, you had to go in the end zone, at three rivers, and I just remember him running into the thing, and I remember just I remember people just booing him and yelling at him and cursing at him. I mean, they you know, they used to cheer when Bobby Brister was hurt too. I remember. Because he would, there's times where he would suck so bad that they were just happy that they won him out of the game. Basically, uh, I think Neil O'Donnell had his moments too. I remember, but they were not as much of a Bubby and what Cordell did. And of course, Cordell, there were some ugly rumors that were spread about him that still, from what I read, follow him to this day, which sucks. But uh, yeah, Ben, Ben obviously. Got kind of lucky because he 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 was good, he was consistently good for the most part, and he you know won plenty of games and won won, won two Super Bowls. Terry won two. Terry won help won four, but you know he early in his career he wasn't very well liked. I mean, I did see the special on him with HBO, and I did see you know he he's upset that he's not in the same breath as you know Montana and Brady. I mean, some of the Super Bowls he did shine. Well, I mean, the first one was pretty much the still curtain. But you can make the argument that the next three, definitely the last two of them, you know, he really shined. But but the thing about Terry, you have to, has to realize is, you know, he had the still curtain. 
and he was allowed to take his his risks and his shots throwing the ball because he knew he had a really good defense he could rely on. So if he screwed up, his defense could bail him out. I mean, Montana had a good defense. I mean, Montana had a loaded team as well, but I don't think he gets mentioned as, as he used to as one of the, one of the elite quarterbacks. Tom Bray obviously is the, the benchmark now. But one time Montana was, but now, I mean, as was Aikman, but people now say, well, they had all this talent around them. Of course they were good. But Montana did go to Kansas City and, and took them to the playoffs. But, you know, I did see, like, a lot of the Steeler fan podcasters and bloggers were upset over this pick. And I think one person followed me because I trolled them. And I, you know, living in an NFL city that where their, fr- where their franchise has been mediocre, all I can say is Kenny Pickett's going to either work out or he doesn't. Either way, life goes on. And living in Houston with the Texans, I can tell you that. With them, with their fans, life goes on. Sure, they're you know they just got rid of their franchise QB because he want to be there no more. And well, of course, you know when Bill O'Brien trades away a lot of the uh, you know a lot of the assets after you just signed an extension, it kind of makes it hard to stay. Then, but I mean, Deshaun probably should have waited. Probably should have waited out, but I don't think he banked on Bill O'Brien pretty much giving away DeAndre Hopkins. And then, you know, J.J. leaves. But J.J., was he's at the end of his career. The guy can't even stay healthy anymore. But that's, you know, that's just that. But uh, I guess Kane is, is as ready-made as anybody. And I couldn't see the Steelers drafting Malik Willis. I mean, the more... The more he got the more people projected him to be picked by the Steelers, the more I believe the Steelers weren't going to select him. I mean, the Steelers would have to revamp their whole offense for him, and I just didn't see that happen. So I guess Kenny made the most sense. And yeah, that's about it. He made the most sense, I guess. Now, after Kenny Pickett got drafted, we were, um, another thing came up. And Pitt, you know, has had a share of getting its mix-ups with certain things. And, of course, stuff happening to him at the expense of being laughed at by social media. I mean, let's start with 2009 when Twitter was still kind of its younger years. Pitt, you know, blew a halftime lead and lose it to lose it since he, and I remember... Being on there, and a lot of the Big East Twitterati was rooting for Pitt to choke, and we did. And then, a year later, Dave Wanstead just gets fired. I mean, we Pitt just finished 7-5. You know, it was a dis- I mean, the, the season started out disappointing. And uh, nowhere, Pitt just, you know, Dave Wanstead's resigning. I remember going on the message boards, and somebody posting that Dave was going in the office's I guess shaking people's hands and wishing them best of luck. And then, yeah, then was then was then he had that press conference with his players with them, and 
sure enough, Wanting was gone. Then we bring in Mike Haywood, who was going to be Freddy Krueger, who was going to instill accountability, all this, all this, all this stuff. Not long, maybe, I don't know, was it two weeks or one week, two weeks? It was very short timing. He gets into a scuffle with with the mother of his kid. He gets charged. Pitt has no choice but to um, let him go out of his contract because it was just a leaves a recruiting nightmare. I mean, it was actually a recruiting nightmare because he would spend time trying to connect with those recruits, fill fill the rest of the staff, and of course, we end up losing pretty much almost all that class. I mean, there were some good players there, I believe. I think Signetti went to um, actually it wasn't Signetti. It was another guy went to went to uh, Rutgers. And I know a lot of the Jersey kids we were we were landing ended up going to Rutgers. I remember. So we ended up with Todd Graham. A year after you know him being hired, not maybe not even not even after a year probably. He leaves out of the blue, takes a job with Arizona State. But I remember during that year, that season, conference expansion heated up, as we call it, an expansion apocalypse. And I remember just going on message boards and Twitter, and there were some people from the school saying, you know, they made jokes about um about how you know you know I you know I had to turn off my my um thing. I really hate when I really hate Windows 10 because of all these damn freaking notifications and sounds and all this crap. Now I lost my damn spot. But yeah, I mean, for years we've had to learn, we've had to hear about how Pitt doesn't add nothing to the Big East. We don't fill our stadium, and you know this and that. We, we, we'd be better without without them. I mean, most a lot of that was from West Virginia. I know, I know, you called Miss Clowning us for a while too. Obviously, we, we weren't liked. For the most part. So what do we do? We leave. We accepted an invite with the ACC. And of course, we when that happened, people bitched and moaned. We were traitors. I mean, we don't fill our stadium, right? We, we had nothing in the conference. So we left. You should be happy that we left. You know, of course, Syracuse went with us. Then not long after that, we had Paul Chris. He gets hired. You know, he replaces Todd Graham. After that happened, you know, it seemed like Paul Chris was starting to clean some house. He gave Russell Shell tons of leeway, and Russell, being the uh, local five-star player that we coveted so much, he ends up transferring out of Pitt. I think he, yeah, he went the he tried to go to UCLA and then that didn't work out. He ends up West Virginia. So we lose a local kid. Five star transferring out. And I think Todd Thomas also left too, but he you know, he got welcomed back. Twenty sixteen, we obviously had some controversy there. Jimmy Dixon leaves. He goes back to TCU. And of course we replace him with Kevin Stallings, which, you know, Garnered plenty of national attention because basically we really downgraded. 
I mean, I could add in, I could add in as well that 2011, you also had Pitt flaming out of the NCAA tournament as a one seed. And of course, months later, losing Ken Birch. That's another one. But, you know, Stallings is there. And then the year after Stallings is there, Cam Johnson leaves. Uh, the condition of Cam's, you know, transfer was if he transferred within the conference, he had to wait for, he had to sit out a year. A lot of other teams, a lot of other programs have done this, but for some reason, Pitt decided to do it. People got angry about it. I think Jay Billis was the, like, if it was, I think he was the very vocal one about this. And um, even Pitt fans were vocal about it because they hated, they, they hated Kevin Stalling so much that they wanted to put, they wanted their own basketball program to burn down, which, you know, which it has. I mean, they've got what they wanted. I just remember me trying to defend Kevin Stallings to a Louisville media person. And he called me a scumbag for um, defending Kevin Stallings because, you know, Kevin said, you can go to any school you want, but if you go in conference, you have to sit out of here. I just didn't feel there was anything wrong with that. But I had a Louisville player who, um, whose coach was, uh, he was enticing barely legal call it barely legal high school recruits or if not legal at all with strippers. So let me get this straight corrupting. So let me get this straight from their logic, from, from his logic, uh, corrupting minors. Okay. Um, putting restrictions, transfer him conference. Not okay. Eventually Pitt, you had the buckle and you know, they gave Cam what he wanted. And after that, we really didn't have much, a whole bunch of else controversy until then. We were pretty much clean. Then 2021 happened. Pit, a whole bunch of, whole bunch of, you know, Pitt Hoops players leave. Uh, the subject of that issue was girlfriend was a, was someone's girlfriend supposedly. You know, premarital sex pretty much ended the Pit Hoops program, or killed, or at least has crippled the Cable era. Now we go through this whole chronological order. I mean, well, somewhat. 2022, Jordan asks and decides he's transferring out. Uh, the deadline was coming. And supposedly USC was the top dog to get him. Last I heard, Pitt was trying to, like, hell to match, the, you know, to match him and to pay him or whatever. And if Larry Fitzgerald and Aaron Donald supposedly got involved in this. But if you've offered him so much money, he he still won't consider staying. I I just I just say let him go. I mean he's he's already made up his mind that he want he's leaving, so just leave him go. I mean he I mean he played a big role in last year's season, helping us win the ACC. He won a bullet in the cough. I will say if he does transfer to USC or like say Texas, because um, Texas is wide receiver coach, as we all know well. He was here last year. He made a tweet which he rather which he re- later deleted, where he talked about how hard Jordan was work, works in, in the classroom and that he deserves to be paid his worth. I somewhat wonder if he had some sort of involvement in this now, because he deleted the tweet, and now that Texas is rumored to be involved, may not look good for him. But the thing is, is that Jordan was not even in the transfer portal, and teams were tampering. 
And that's where, you know, if, I mean, if you're going to leave, just say, you know, just pull out your little notepad on your iPhone and say, you know, in a picture of yourself, hey, thanks for all the memories here. I have an, I have an, I'm, I intend to transfer. It's been an honor being here. I mean, he could have just done that. I've been done with it. I mean, if he wants to go make his millions, go make it. I mean, he's entitled to that. I mean, he's he's entitled to do that. He's allowed to do it. I mean, it's. I mean, if he wants to look out his, for his uh, family and stuff like that, or his future, because the NFL may not work out for him. He may get injured. Who knows? I mean, he's going to be, if he goes to the USC, he's going to be playing for Caleb Williams, who's not even better than um, what Pitt has on their, on their roster. And that was the rumor I heard was he wasn't crazy about Keelan Slovis. My hope is the staff is going to pick the, the actual quarterback t- to win this job. I'm hoping they're, they're not giving it to Keelan because he just, because he transferred. Give it to the guy who earns the job. If, I mean, if Keelan's upset because he, tra- if Keelan's upset that he traveled from California to be a backup, then that's Keelan's, that's, that, that's on, that's on him. That's his fault. My suggestion is compete, win the job. That's what you're, that's what you're supposed to do. I mean, if you thought Nick Patty was gonna just sit back and uh, let you win the job, I mean, no. He's a he. This is his last year. He wants to. He wants his job as you know. As, he's probably more hungrier than Keelan Slovis is right now. And if he, and if Keelan loses the job, you know, you know, doesn't get picked. It's not going to get any easier for him because there's guys below him that want the job just as bad as he does. I mean, that's the thing. When you're in college football, as someone told me whose nephew was went to, who played Division One, you got to work hard every day because they're always going to recruit somebody below you and above you. There's always there's always going to be someone you're competing with above, and there's someone that's going to be competing that's below you that's com- competing with you. I, just, I mean, I just hope Pitt's going through the right protocols here. I think, I mean, Pitt's going to be fine. I mean, they're, they obviously got a nice inventory of receivers. The backfield looks good as well. You know, Signet's going to make wrinkles. Supposedly there was going to be, also I heard was he didn't like the fact that Pitt was going to be committing more to the run. I don't think so. I think maybe it would have balanced out. They threw the ball a good bit last year, and I think, Getting the running backs involved as well would help because it adds another element. There's obviously a big picture here. So if he wants to go play for, say, USC and have a quarterback stare him down all the time and just force the ball, I mean, so be it. But I think one thing that helps Jordan, if he goes from like USC, maybe even Texas, if he has a big year like he had at Pitt, he obviously gets Heisman, he gets Heisman consideration then. He should have got last year. He'll get even more this year. And people kiss the asses of USC and Texas. So he has a good chance of winning the Heisman then. So there's there's plenty of perks that Jordan Asson gets by going to these schools. Money and plus, you know, a lot more other stuff. That gets added on. But I will say, I give, I give Pitt credit for trying to keep him. 
this is a tough, I mean, this is, this isn't easy, but I mean, that's just how this NIL stuff is now. I mean, they can now pretty much recruit players off your team without them transferring. I mean, it's, I mean, a lot of, a lot of the, um, media people here defending the blue bloods. It's, it's basically going to take people like Saban to start yanking players off rosters from the, you know, get mad. So, People are mad, but wait till like say like Ohio State or somebody still still starts stealing players. It'll become a bigger issue then. You know, people people it it, all, it takes certain things like that for you know, for changes to happen. And if Jordan Addison wants to come back to Pitt, I'm sure Pitt's gonna welcome him back. You know, it's it's business, and without his work, the work he's put you know put in. We wouldn't have had we wouldn't you know, we wouldn't have had the season we had. So I mean, yeah, it sucks. He's he, he may be leaving, but there's still a lot to be thankful for for the stuff that he did. Now, Pitt hoops has been on a roll. They they landed um, a Ohio State transfer. I'm saying Pitt women's hoops. Uh, Gabby Hutcherson's transferring to, transferring to Pitt. They also added uh, Avery Strickland as well. So Pitt's um Pitt's adding some players here. I mean Lance is at I mean Lance is building um Lance is building which I don't mind. And of course they did get another player too. Let me see here. Oh yeah, Marley Washington is also at Pitt. So yeah. So yeah. So they're building and uh, Pitt men's obviously. Let's see. They they did have some players from the last time I um. Uh, Fetty Federico commits junior big college big man, and they also added a transfer if I remember. They uh, from Colgate, I believe. Let me see. Nellie Cummings. Of course, Pitt did lose out. Some, Pitt, Pitt men's hoops did lose out some recruits, but recently, I guess a cock a cock. I guess that's how you pronounce his name. I don't know. It's what you know. Yeah, it's going to happen. But anyways, guys, I'm going to end it here. Hell to pit. Talk to you later.